0: How is legalized marijuana complicating matters for school districts across the country? That's just one of the topics the National Association of State Directors of Pupil Transportation Services covered during their annual conference at the end of October. In this episode of The Router School Bus Fleet content series, we'll review a lot of NASDIP's coverage that made headlines on our website. I'm Wes Platt, Executive Editor. Click like on this and all our other videos and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Your comments are always welcome. If you get a chance, please post who you are, where you're from, and I'll give a shout out in a future episode. Okay, let's get rolling. Our first and only stop is Arlington, Virginia, outside Washington, D.C., where NASDIPS held its first in-person annual conference since before the COVID-19 pandemic. School Bus Fleet's associate editor, Christy Grimes, spent a few days covering everything the association has to offer and shared her stories on our website at SchoolBusFleet.com. I'll cover the highlights here, but links to her articles are included with this video. During the NASDIPS conference, the Kansas State Department of Education released its latest national school bus loading and unloading survey. This year, the report found that two-thirds of student deaths during loading or unloading uh, were related to the school bus rather than passenger vehicles. Half Half the deaths happened during the morning route and on a Monday. All the deaths occurred when weather was dry and clear. The takeaway for me from this is that we need to keep impressing on students and on drivers the importance of taking a lot of care in that danger zone right around the school bus. In another session, Dr. Linda Bluth urged NASDIP's conference attendees to consider the past when planning future strategies for transporting students with disabilities. She urged transportation directors to ensure that local departments are educated on the specific needs of each child. And that means including them in IEP meetings so that drivers and monitors know what services to provide other recommendations she included uh, ensure transportation policies and procedures are current and approved for dissemination respond as quickly as possible to parent questions and concerns do the same for questions and concerns raised by transportation personnel quickly and efficiently manage transportation personnel shortages and vacancies call on allowable alternative school transportation options and make sure uh, transportation personnel are properly trained to work with children with disabilities. How is your district prepared to help students facing challenges? Please share in the comments. All right, what's stopping a lot of school districts from making the switch to electric school buses? Well, cash to spend on the new tech. During a NASDAQ session on the topic, it was clear some states are more eager than others to transition, or maybe they've just got more money on hand. California, for example, earmarked $1.2 billion to reduce emissions in several industries, and they created a $1.5 billion school transportation grant fund. That state leads the nation in EV adoption, Indiana, on the other hand, has eight electric school buses in operation so far, but was selected to get $5.3 million by the EPA's Clean School Bus Program in the first round of funding so it could add 19 new buses. South Carolina hasn't put any state money toward electrification, but did receive $55 million in rebates under the Clean School Bus Program. Other challenges facing school districts? charging infrastructure considerations, electrical grid strain, and technicians and drivers reluctant to make the leap to new technology with new training. All right, as marijuana legalization efforts continue across the United States, school districts with random drug screening can run into trouble with their drivers, even if it's for medical rather than recreational use. Chris Ellison, transportation manager for Oregon's David Douglas School District, said during a NASDP session that using marijuana products can jeopardize a driver's ability to make the safest decision when they're behind the wheel. Said Ellison, if people still don't understand what a safety sensitive position school bus driving is, in the transportation industry, we are held to a higher standard simply because of the responsibility that we have in and around student safety. Okay, it's time to park the bus for now. Thanks to you and to YouTube viewer uh, David Barnett for watching. Tell your friends about the route. If you've got news, please send it to me via email at west.platt uh, Tweet us at School Bus Fleet. Remember to post who you are, where you're from. I'll give a shout out in a future episode. Okay, drive safely. And we'll see you next time on the route.